0: today tanner hendrickson alongside i'm brandon Kylie, grant francis in with us as well and right now we're going out to the brown and crouppen celebrity line to be joined by the voice of the blues he's chris kerber here on 101 espn Curbs, we appreciate the time as always my man how you doing today
1: brandon doing good how are you
0: uh, doing well so scheduling wise i'm just curious curbs are you guys in vegas now or are you spending the next few days there are you still up in seattle how's this work for you
1: Uh, the, the team flew, we flew right out of the the Seattle after the game to Vegas. Uh, Joel Vitale and I got on a plane this morning from Vegas, flew home to St. Louis. We're doing that, uh, game remotely from hotshots on Friday. And, um, so it's a little bit scattered this week.
0: I forgot about that. That is on me. They told me right before this. uh, Riz and Donnie, it is officially announced, going to be joining Chris Kerber on that game from Hot Shots on Friday. So looking forward to hearing that. Kerbs, let's start there. What are you looking forward to about that? That's going to be a cool night for you out of Hot Shots calling that game.
1: Well, you know what? Donnie and Jamie do such a great job with the Last Minute Blues podcast. uh, It's it's an important thing for us, and uh, we want to make sure that we help promote it, do it right. Uh, Obviously the Riz show has an amazing following and, and everybody on that show, we know their listeners are great blues fans. And when this opportunity presented itself, rather than spend a few extra days on the road to do one game remotely this year, which, you know, we were, do had done so many in the previous two uh, and, and then to be able to do it at Hot Shots and, and really make it an event, it was kind of a no brainer to have those two be involved. So I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever they feel like talking about after watching a play. And, Um, it'll be a little bit different. It'll be a little unique. Joey Joey is actually going to be doing the pregame, the intermission uh, and the postgame for Bally. He's getting an opportunity to fill in on that, which I think is a great opportunity for him and, uh, you know, expand his reach a little bit. And so, we're going to have some fun at Hot Shots on Friday night doing the game uh, with those other two guys. It's, it's going to be a blast.
0: Somebody on the text line from the 314 said, which Hot Shot location? Guys, is going to be the one in Fenton. So if you want to go Friends. hang out with yep. them, they'll be out there in Fenton. Uh, it should be a great time. That'll be Blues versus the Vegas Golden Knights Friday night. Puck drop for that one starting at 9 o'clock. So check them out over at the Hot Shots in Fenton. Fenton. All right, Curbs, let's react to the game that we saw last night. I, I think there's a million different ways that you can go with this. My reaction earlier today was basically that felt like a scheduled loss. They have those in the NBA where it's like, hey, based on the off days, based on back-to-back scheduling, travel, all that stuff, it felt to me you've got Gryson Net. you don't have Jordan Cairo out there. The legs, you could tell, were just not there for a lot of the guys. It felt like a scheduled loss, and I'll give them one gimme on this road trip. They've earned that based on the way that they played in their first three what was your reaction to the loss last night?
1: Yeah, you know what? I, I thought they came out a little bit flat. That's really not much of a surprise, uh, as you said. I think, you know, the fact that you had played, you know, the, the, the three games in the previous five days, uh, you're on that road trip. Listen, sweeping those Western Canadian team guys, it's only happened like four times in franchise history. Like, it's a that's not an easy thing to do in and of that. And, and then so, then you go the back-to-back, but, there was quite a flight delay coming out of Vancouver. I mean, the team didn't get to the hotel until 2.30 in the morning, you know, and, and you know, some people go, well, what do you do? What is that? Well, I'm just telling you, it, it messes it messes with a lot. And, uh, and you know, there was – it was – you're right. It's just one of those where kind of schedule-wise, maybe you pull it off, but the Kraken were playing well. The Kraken were rested. They didn't play the night before. They didn't travel. And that's one, if you're talking to the Seattle people, they're like, no, we should get this game. But to to the schedule thing, I'll tell you this, for a long time, I still believe this is the case. Uh, there, There were general managers and some people around the game that really thought, and they figured that from a scheduling standpoint, that the Vancouver Canucks had on average anywhere from five to eight wins a year that were a direct result of the schedule that the teams they were playing were playing because you were always coming in. From Edmonton or from Calgary to play in Vancouver on a back-to-back, and and it was and that kind of thing is real. I think Seattle's starting to figure that out as well because teams are having to come in. and You think, oh, it's close by. It's it's you know it's it's Vancouver. It's Seattle, but by the time you the airport's about forty minutes from the arena in Vancouver, and then you clear customs. If there's no other delays, it can tack on some travel hours to you. So it's a uh, at one point in time, I'm not going to be surprised as to hear that uh, a team took the bus across the border rather than flew.
0: Curves, I uh, wanted to ask you about the penalty kill. Last night, the penalty kill has been trending in the right direction since they've made some personnel changes on it. Again, three for three on the PK last night. Do you think that the penalty kill is fixed for the St. Louis Blues?
1: No, uh, I think it's trending in the right direction. Uh, fixed, you got to like what you're seeing, but no, there's there's some ways to go yet. Um, and and I think you know you, you'll see if maybe even with some more challenging power plays coming up. But uh, tomorrow might be a spectacular example of that. You know they gave up the two goals to the Edmonton Oilers. Craig Berube didn't mind what happened in that game. The special teams has been really good. And Tanner, it you know it's it's not coincidence that this turned a corner. You know after they had those two full days of practices where they were able to practice both days and with Mike Van Ryan managing us and really wanting to get some better details in where the sticks go and, and the lanes. And they changed some of the personnel, you know, putting, you know, sod and, and Barbashev together. It, it's really trended in a positive, good direction. Um, but I, I want to see it against some, uh, some, some better teams a little bit more before we think that it's fixed.
0: Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues, is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, I want to listen to one of your calls from last night because I think it—you it, had the exact emotional response that I did in this moment. I bet you can guess exactly what it is. Here was Chris Kerber last night on the call.
1: Kraken win the draw and they're able to clear it out. Oh my goodness! Empty net. The Tanev tucks it in. It is uncanny this season absolutely uncanny and in some ways not even understandable
0: that's what it sounded like as the blues once again allowed an empty net goal curbs we went through some of the numbers earlier today on what they're doing there it's it's crazy right now they've given up 12 empty netters this season which is the most in the nhl they've pulled the goalie 18 times and again 12 times they have allowed the empty net goal they've only scored on two of those opportunities What's going on with this six-on-five opportunities for the Blues?
1: Well, I, th- I think, first of all, one, you're expecting you're, – you're hoping that you don't give up an empty net goal, but you're expecting that you're going to. To me, it's not the fact that they've given up the empty net goal. And and I've I got to really put maybe a little deeper dive into this. It's been how quickly after the goalie has been pulled. That was nine seconds later. And that, to me, has been the the, the – the the question here, Phil Roberto, I said this in the broadcast, Phil Roberto's always always said years ago to me when he when he was the head coach of the team I was broadcasting for, he, he goes, you've got like it, it just burned him when when they didn't get numbers on the puck. You know, whether Pavlovich Navich could have been in a different spot, you know, you didn't get enough guys in the face off circle. You know, the guy goes down on his knee and he's still able to clear the puck up to the blue line. After a hard battle by Robert Thomas, but he needed help from wingers in there. I just, there are some things, whether it's practicing, what, uh, now look, you're going to have some people, our good buddy, Jim Woodcock, he texts me all the time on this. He hates the fact that we pull the goalie and pull the goalie so soon. And then the number hated it last night. Uh, curbs. He so curbs.
0: He was so mad. He was so mad. Oh yeah. But, but, but now,
1: and I don't go too deep into this analytical world with there, but I've talked to some people that deal with the analytics and they actually say, Things will tell you you should pull your goalie a bit, little bit
0: sooner. So th- there's, there's, especially when you're real... down by two, Kerbs. That's the other thing. Like they were down by two well, last night, so you need the time.
1: Well, you're down by two, but here's the other thing. We at, at that point in time, the Blues really weren't generating much five on five. If you were generating some opportunities and putting some pressure on, maybe trying to get a, pop, maybe looking like you could to draw even draw a power play. That that's one thing. They weren't doing it. So I, I again, I don't have a problem with the way. I don't have a problem with the timing of it. I don't have a problem that they tried it. it. To me, there just has to be more desperate hockey to win that puck off that faceoff. And then there's got to be much smarter, less desperate, more brain play with the puck once you get it. And, and that, to me, is the biggest difference.
0: It's Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues again. You'll hear him on the call Friday night live from Hot Shots in Fenton along with Donnie and Riz. Going to be looking forward to that broadcast, the pregame coverage with Alex starting at 8 o'clock. Puck drop coming up right here in your home of the Blues, 101 ESPN at 9. Kerbs, enjoy the holidays with your family, man. It's really cool that you guys are going to be able to be in town for that. We'll talk with you again, I think, next week as long as you're available. All right. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan, guys.